0: Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration with me, Jack, and we're here at Safari Sam's with Monkey. A whole bunch of people here in the van. Let's start off with you. What's your name and what do you do in the band?
1: My name is Curtis, and I sing. 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 And I I play guitar, and I play guitar, and I sing. My name is
2: Brian. I play trumpet and uh, sing and dance around like an idiot.
3: Uh, My name is Micah. I hit things. Sometimes they happen to be drums. Sometimes... There, you know, yeah, <laughs> upside sometimes somebody's upside head, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's all
4: it's all percussion to me. Uh, Dustin, keys and trombone, and I don't have any silly comments like to these guys. Sorry, so you just have to do. That. Uh, my name's Dan, and I I play saxophone. That's right. Hi. Hi, Donnell.
0: My name is Donnell, and I play bass and attempt to sing sometimes, occasionally. How many members do you have in the band? There's six members besides
1: our karate kicking member outside, but he's, he's around the corner.
0: <laughs> With all the band members, how do you like get together and practice and stuff like that?
1: Uh, uh, how do we get together and practice? Well, usually we call each other and we come over to no, Micah's house.
4: We have, we have a set practice day. We have a set practice day Wednesday usually every week we try to we
3: try to do at least one day a week and then we'll fill in any other free day if we can get it together but it's just by you know fitting that into our schedule wednesday without fail whether you're sick or losing limbs you're going to be at practice Mm -hmm.
2: so and when we're you know faced with things such as this tour we will generally practice five hours a day for like a week straight so yeah <laughs> really? We did pretty much. Did we do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
1: well, this this tour this tour is uh, very special because Bad Manners, uh, which is a pretty much a legendary two tone band uh, from from England, uh, contacted us about supporting them. So the band members actually had to learn almost what, like an hour and a half to two hours of music. Thirty songs, thirty songs, and 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 six of the songs you didn't even know until they came over here. So, uh, so we were we had a really crazy schedule for the first uh, uh, for the last couple of weeks before we left. But now that we're on tour, everything's a lot smoother. You know, just playing those songs over and over again.
0: You mentioned two-tone music. What what kind of music is two-tone music? I've heard that term, but I'm not quite sure what it is.
1: Uh, okay. Well, ska started uh, on the island of Jamaica, uh, and it appealed to the rude boys, which are um, disenfranchised uh, black youth on the island of Jamaica. When the music came over uh, to Britain, Britain was was um, owned the the um, they had a, like a holiday purchase of the of the island. Basically, they they they. They they owned the island politically, uh, so they put a whole bunch of resorts on it, and the and the British people were going back and forth. So the record labels would pick up island music to play uh, in in Great Britain to promote the the fact that hey you know we're we there's this wonderful place that we have now that you can go to. Well, the, a lot of the music was about uh, about being a rebel and and about you know fighting the man and whatnot, and then. In the British scene, there was a you know uh, an undercurrent of skinheads and 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 you know mods and people that felt disenfranchised in the British scene, and they adopted that whole character. Uh, in the late 70s they mixed it with punk and that was the two-tone era and two-tone was black and white the 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 non separation of uh, of colors so it was, a, it, was a, it was a unity movement uh, within the music scene to, to unify the different the different cultures the black culture the white culture you know all the people were uh, in the um, the subcategory of people you know work in the British scene and so it thus became the two-tone movement and it, it was it was basically called the two-tone movement because the record there was a record label called two-tone that came from it and that was started by the special um, but Bad Manners was part of that whole thing. There was the the, the English Beat, The Specials, Madness, uh, The Selector, Bad Manners, uh, uh, and uh, uh, a scant few more. So, seems like you know your
0: stuff about ska and whatever.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I, unfortunately, I've been doing this too long.
0: <laughs> so, what got you in? Intre- what got you interested in this music? Uh, well
1: i 'm interested in it because the positive uh, the, the positive voice of the music it feels it feels positive and makes you dance makes you wanna, uh, want to want uh, to get rid of the negative energy that you have just the music itself and then uh, a lot of the, um, the, the the performers would write really politically poignant stuff in their music or socially poignant stuff in their music. And uh, and these lyrics kind of hit home when you when you're when you're not. It's such a dancing beat, driving beat that you you, you absorb it and you don't even think about it till later. But then you're like, man, this is so important what they're saying. So for me, it was a it was a no brainer. It's like I'm I'm just completely drawn to it because I'm a positive person. At the same time, I see the problems in the world, but I wanna I wanna be able to to uh, to be positive about it and to and to affect them and change them in my own way.
0: You're know, the band name Monkey. It sounds a little odd for a band name. So, who came up with that term? Actually, I'm
1: I'm I'm the jerk that came up with that. <laughs> uh, the re- the reason why I came up with that is uh, there's a lot of old traditional ska songs with references to monkeys and jungles and whatnot. And I just thought it would be a good name for a ska band. And I thought it was too close to the '70s uh, movie or TV show, The Monkeys. It was so close that nobody would be dumb enough to steal it. <laughs> it would just be us, you know so so we we just kept it and no one's bugged us and we just keep keep putting out music on monkey so
0: you guys have a website uh yeah yeah uh,
1: you can go to monkeysco dot com or myspace monkeyska uh, and you can also email us at monkeyska at yahoo dot com so it's all it's all uniform you can pretty much go to almost any any server and Hit monkey ska, and you'll you'll get you'll get us.
0: So was it also that easy to find a domain name when you try to set up your website with monkey? Yeah, yeah it was actually
1: pretty easy. Yeah, it was pretty easy. I mean, not many people uh, will pair the word monkey with the word ska, but I mean, monkey.com is of course gone. Monkey and Monkey net and Monkey org that was all gone like you know nineteen eighty eight you know people were like buying that stuff before the internet was even out so but uh but as far as uh as as far as monkey scotts we were we were lucky in that you know most of them are are open
0: so how did you guys find each other to form this band oh man it's
3: it hasn't been pretty <laughs> uh we've been through so many members yeah, It's how, unbelievable how much time do you have
4: yeah. <laughs> for <laughs> us together
3: um I mean, when you're a band for 12 years and you play roughly 200 shows a year and you're working, you're you're living butt off every day trying to live life, meaning, you know, when we're home, we all have full-time jobs. We all have friends and families and girlfriends and and shit like that. We all have side projects of other musical projects we're doing. Um, We... It's it's been a lot of trial and error. We've been through uh, many 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 horn players and various other rhythm section players. So this particular lineup has been together for a couple years now. Kurt's been in the band the whole time. Um, I've been doing this for about eight nine years. Dustin was with us in the early days, left and came back. The rest of the the guys have been in the band probably what two three maybe going on four years yeah, for some I'm of you a guys. So, you know, this lineup has been kind of evolving and working, but it has been a pretty solid lineup for, I'd say, the last, you know, couple years at least, but we've been through so many permutations, so many lineup changes and and stuff, Um, you know, it's just kind of, I don't know, the people that have stuck around have, you know, just kind of kept the vibe and kept the faith, and You know, it's not like most of these people have left on bad terms. These past band members, a lot of them come out to shows still. We're still really good friends, but a lot of people just leave for life-changing reasons. They're getting married. They're moving out of the state. They get a better job. They can't handle, you know, the 200 shows a year for not a whole lot of pay. You really got to love doing this to want to do it because, you know, we're not seeing the big bucks. We, We love living like pirates and traveling around the country and and just doing it because we can do it and we make a little money in the process and we have a lot of good fun times meet great people so that's what it's all about it's it's not about putting the money in your pocket most of the money we make goes right back into the band it cycles through and it allows us to tour to go to europe to make records to to uh continue as a band
4: not that we wouldn't want to, you know, be big stars and all oh, that yeah. if we could. But that's that's why we're out here. That's what we're working yeah. on. This is this is our first I think real big break that we've gone with bad manners. It's just a freaking awesome opportunity. You know, so hopefully uh yeah. So hopefully things will. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, Badmans. yeah. Fine with me, man. No, they're, hopefully, they're, hopefully we'll be coming up to more, more bigger yeah. stuff.
3: They've been really cool and, and really gracious oh, yeah. uh, to give us this opportunity, and we're, you know, we're really enjoying ourselves. We're like giddy schoolgirls to some yeah, degree, right. you know, like being on stage with with Buster Blood Vessels is, uh, it's a trip. It's a, it's an honor, you know. So yeah, we're had, just, yeah, years. we're just having the time of our life out here. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, we love living like scurvy dogs, I guess.
0: So, how did you become associated with bad manners?
4: Uh, when I, we went over in the UK, right? We actually that's this guy. He's the one. He's the one that made oh, it happen. Man. <laughs>
0: well, I, the one
1: thing that's good about the about the ska um, the ska scene, and it doesn't matter what country you're in, is that the ska scene kind of supports the ska scene. Uh, whereas, like, if you go to metal or punk or or, or uh, wild well, punk is somewhat supportive, but if you go to like a uh, you know, metal or, or pop or rock or indie or whatever. They're very competitive and, and ska is very supportive. So there's a network. There's a network of people that like the music and will support bands. There's a network of bands that will uh, continue to support up-and-coming youth bands because they know that it's almost like a culture. It's like you have to you have to plant the seeds in order for the garden to grow. And uh, so w- knowing that, when we went over to England for our, for our own, I mean, we, we kind of booked our own tour in England. Uh, the first thing I did was I, I hit all these MySpace pages and all these, all these uh, emails of uh, aged you know, a two-tone ska artist. I emailed the specials. I emailed the selector. I emailed the Bad Manners. I emailed everybody, and I actually got some emails back. And one of them was from from the the manager of, of Bad Manners, uh, and he said, "Well, why don't you come over to my place? We'll have some drinks. We'll talk. we we'll hang out. You know, uh, and and see uh, see where the American scene's going because I just want to ask a couple of questions." Well, the next thing I know, I find out that they're they're doing an American tour, and he says, "Well, I don't know who's setting up the tour really. I don't know what bands are really going to." choose. That kind of thing, but you should contact the booker once you get over to over to American soil. Flew back, and the next thing I know, I'm contacting the man, the the booker, the in-house booker uh, in in Hollywood here, and uh, he's like. He's like, nah, you got to be like a pro band. I said, well, we just came back from England. He's like, well, you got to be used to touring. I said, we toured the U.S. like 20 times. You know, we've done uh, Canada. We've done Mexico. we we just come back from freaking England, for Christ's sake. And he's all, you guys got visas? I'm all, yeah. And he's like, okay, you're in. I mean, basically, he's like, he's like, if the bad manners guy's like you, I'm not even going to ask. So we were kind of like... Uh, we were kind of like handed off to a different party, and then that party married us to the to the band, and it was it worked out great because uh, I don't think that the, the I think that because it's a network thing that we were able to get a lot farther than we would with most other things. Like if Metallica needed a drummer, and Micah needed Micah knew all their songs, it wouldn't matter. They're going to use a session drummer that's certified or that that comes from a direct source or a direct booking agency. This way, I was able to just kind of like throw a bunch of emails out and go, hey, my name is so-and-so, let's chat. And that's the thing is the ska community is so supportive and so actually, unfortunately, so small that even the biggest ears in the ska community are listening to the, to the same ground that everybody else is listening to. they like something's happening in the distance. They can hear what's going on. And that's, that's the amazing thing is that we were able to like walk right into the situation. And, uh, and it's been great. It's been a, a learning experience for us. And Bad Manners really, really likes what we're doing, too, and what we do for them at the same time. So it's, it's, uh, it's really just a perfect pairing of the two groups.
3: Well, also, um,
1: you know, ska is kind of a, a weird, strange subculture of music.
3: A lot of people have never even heard of it. What's ska? And you're, and you're like, well... Bob Marley, ever heard? Oh yeah, Bob Marley, like like reggae? Yeah, it's kind of like Peppy Reggae. A lot of people don't understand ska was born or re- sorry, reggae was born out of ska. Bob Marley was a ska musician long before he was doing reggae, before reggae was anything. And uh, so because of that, there's a lot of people that don't really get the vibe and the feel of the music. We've done our homework on two-tone, on traditional. So with a band like Bad Manners, hiring somebody like a polished session player might not be the way to go because they don't know, you know, God knows if they know who Desmond Decker is, God knows if they know who the selector is, they've never listened to this music, there's a certain feel, there's a certain style to playing all the parts, you know, drums, everything else. So getting a band that understands the music and is not only passionate about it, but, you know, kind of knows where you need to be and feel and sound, that's important. And you're not going to get that from a bunch of players that, I don't know, were just on the Saturday Night Live band, you know. They're going to be playing, like, funk fusion rock and roll, and they've never heard of Toots and the Maytals, you know. So I, I think that helped us, you know, just being an established ska band for so long. And and assuring them that we can get, not only get the songs, but get the right feel and vibe for the songs.
1: You got to have a love of the music to play it correctly. Basically, it's very very subtle. It's a very subtle music, and it sounds like it's sounds like it's it's pounding and it's in your face, but it's not. It's very subtle, very subtle music.
0: Now, monkeys from California, right? Yeah, yeah. San Jose. What's the, do you notice a difference between American ska and British ska?
1: absolutely yes absolutely there's a there's a big difference uh, the, the 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 british ska is very um, even it's very even and very uh, polished and very like uh, what we would call four on the floor as, as far as a drum drum representative is like boom cha boom cha boom cha and uh um the the american ska there's a real dynamic change in the american ska because you've got uh the ska kids that want to play ska but they are used to hearing rock and roll they're used to hearing metal they're used to hearing uh punk uh and a, a collage of music so they throw that in and so now you've got music that ju- isn't just like now it's got some crazy you know, uh, guitar line on it or horn line that doesn't seem to make sense in the traditional value sense, traditional ska sense, but uh, it's really interesting, and it's it's just a a a, um, a a global interpretation of it. Every time you you go to a different country, they kind of incorporate the instruments and the and the and, and the feel of their of their native music or their the, the music that they're used to in their culture, and and um, Americans, I mean, we we've played with ska bands that were practically jazz. They were they were as close to jazz without being an actual jazz band and the same in the same right we've played with freaking metal bands that were playing ska and i mean and these were like as metal as you can be without actually being metal and uh and it's just amazing there's such a dynamic culture in it and it's and it's, and it's uh it's really interesting it's definitely interesting if you're into into the music for the sake of the music
0: since we're talking about music and all that stuff, let's take a listen to some of the monkey songs that we that we have here. Uh let's start off with the. let's see. Let's do track three off of your CD called Cruel Telage. Is that what tutelage, it says? Tutelage. tutelage. What is that?
1: Uh well cruel tutelage, uh tutelage is is uh is a learning experience. Uh and cruel is 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 a cruel learning experience. Um and uh, it's actually something that that uh, came from uh, the Kill Bill movie, the the, the cruel tutelage of Pai Mei. Uh, I thought that that was such a great uh, that it was like a, like a, a screen that they showed right before she goes to to, to live with Pai Mei and to learn how to how to how to um, uh, know the, mar- the the various martial arts that she learned. Um, when I saw that, I was like, "Wow, cruel tutelage!" That's a, such a great description of. Of, you know of learning things the hard way and that's as far as a band goes I mean there's bands that that you know their mom knows a knows a DJ or a or a, a record label guy and puts together some 14 year olds and then by the time they're 16 they're on like some major record label by the time they're 18 they're touring the world and by the time they're 22 they're married and done And here we are, a band that kind of got together in our mid-20s, you know, early 20s, and just kind of just kept doing it and doing it and going, nope, that's the wrong way. Let's open this door. Nope, that's the wrong door. Let's open this door. Okay, that's a good door don't know if we want to walk through it right now let's open up the next door and it, there's a lot of that hunt and peck method uh in learning how to become a musician uh all the way from from actually playing your instruments to learning how to how to perform and how to how to be in front of a crowd uh and uh and we've done it all we've seen it all and it's it's been it's been very informative but also at times it can be really rough so i thought that cruel tutelage would be a really good description of that um not that the, not that the uh the lyrical basis of the album has really anything to do with that you know it's just it's just kind of kind of had like a feel that i liked so
0: so i'm guessing you came up with the name of the cd right <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, yeah. Well, we we I think we all we all had names that we kind of put together and stuff, and then and then we were like, okay, well, this one is definitely not, and then this one is definitely not, and we took like three of them down, and then I drew up a whole bunch of different like concepts for albums and stuff like that, and we just like uh, the the artwork and everything just seemed to mesh really well, so uh, it, it worked. And plus, you know, it has a this is uh, if you look at the artwork on the the CD, um, maybe you can show the fans. There you go. Uh, that's a that's a uh, um, a zodiac uh, Chinese zodiac figurine for for the monkey, uh, year of the monkey. So it's kind of cool. P- Pai Mei, cruel Tutelage, the monkey. It was kind of a kind of a uh, kind of a theme that we were going for. So uh, it I think it works great.
0: Okay, so let's take a listen to track three, and it it's called You Don't Know. And you're listening to the punk rock demonstration with me, Jack. And we're here with Monkey at Safari Sam's, and we'll be right back. back you're listening to the punk rock demonstration with me jack and you can check out my website at www.punkrockdemo.com and you can send me an email at punkrockdemo at yahoo.com and we just heard you don't know off of the cruel tutelage cd from monkey and we're here at safari sam's with monkey so how long has Monkey been around? You said 12 years, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, roughly 12 years. Uh, the first year was a lot of practicing and, and kind of uh, a couple of shows here and there. But uh, once the first year was done, uh, we, we've we been doing probably a minimum of 150 shows a year. Uh, and in the, the higher points, we we're doing uh, well over 200 shows a year. And, uh, and then we kind of, you know, we kind of... Did we slowed down a little bit? Try to focus on writing, uh, you know, a new album and whatnot. And now we're picking back up. You know, we just came back from England. We did a, a, a two and a half week stint out there, and uh, came back and immediately hooked up this tour. And now we're touring with Bad Manners out in the states for three and a half weeks. And uh, they're talking about coming back like before the end of the year. So uh, we're looking at a really active 2007 for the band. So. How long did it
0: take before Monkey was established? Before
1: we were established, I think uh, we were lucky in a, in a way in the in the early days because there was a band from our area called Skank and Pickle. They did uh, they were they were a pretty big band from our area. They toured all over the place, and um, I was friends with Mike Park and uh, put together Monkey and. He was like, "Okay, well, if it's God, just uh, show up and play on our show." And I was like, "Okay, cool." So show up to the show, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be decent size." I show up to the show, and there's eighteen hundred people. Eighteen hundred people, and I was like, "Ah!" So this is like the fifth show or sixth show we ever did was in front of eighteen hundred people. Most bands don't don't get to see that ever in their lifetime, and we saw it right off the bat. So so. In the first, you know, uh, we we first hit the scene with like a demo tape and we we made that we made 800 copies of the demo tape and sold them in about two months. And then we turned around and did another like a like a two song uh, tester for the new album. And we sold uh, 600 of those within a, like a couple months. And then we put out the album. And in the the, the first uh, like year and a half, we, we sold through like 2000 of those CDs. And then the Scott market started going down, so the rest of it has been kind of like slowly building up and slowly building up. Um, and we've just been continuing to play. I mean, we're we basically we're we're playaholics. This band is, is full of people that want to perform more than worry about uh, worry about uh, other issues, you know. So, but.
0: The internet came about, and people are downloading music. That's one <laughs>
1: uh, Yeah, yeah. That's there's a large part of that too. I mean, the, the 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 popularity of the internet keeps people from wanting to actually get off of their ass and go out and see a show. So you see a lot of these. I mean, I see you you've got a punk show, and you're going to punk shows, and you're interviewing, and you're doing things, you're talking to people, you're motivating people, and that's a great thing. Uh, it, when you when you look at most of the punk culture, they go from their computer chair at home. To their car, drive straight to Hot Topic, buy the the pin or the patch that they want to, and drive right back home and call their friend and, t- and tell them how cool and punk they are. If, There's if a real don't big just difference. Buy it on inter-
0: or interpunk first. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it makes them more lazy. Yeah. <laughs> so it sounds like a lot of your shows are really crazy in the back in the days and whatever. What's the craziest thing you've ever seen at one of your shows or any of you guys?
5: <laughs> oh, I don't should, know we, what, should we uh, talk to start guys with you? you. <laughs>
0: your craziest. Well, should we uh, gutter punks maybe?
4: Do no, that do that, wasn't, that wasn't. Yeah, like crazy, that was that crazy. That was pretty crazy. I don't know. No, that was pretty
1: crazy. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty crazy. We we uh, yeah. um uh not not to not to steal the the microphone. I don't know if anybody. Yeah. I, I, go go ahead. No, the, the <laughs> we showed up we showed up in Denver, Colorado. In Denver, Colorado, we showed up for a show, and uh, the show was well under attended. It was there was hardly anybody there. And the band that played before us said, uh, "Man, we have this huge party back at our house that we just got, and everybody in town is at it." And I said, "Then why the hell didn't you play? Didn't you tell us to play at your party?" And he's like, "I don't know. That that's a great idea. There's like nine punk bands there, so we show up, and and there's like 150 people there, 200 people, right? And we go in there, and this it's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a uh, uh, um a garage, right? And they're playing in this where." Warehouse, this miniature warehouse garage, and uh, these punk bands are playing, and it's just a screamo noise. It's just absolutely crazy. And uh, we walk in, and they and they get really aggressive. They're like, you know, we charged at the door. We're not giving you any money. And I'm like, we already made money tonight. We don't want. We don't want your money. We just want to play for somebody. We don't want to be in Denver and not play for anybody. So we set up, and people were grumbling and like, oh, these guys are oh, they're and, Oh, they're gonna suck. They're gonna suck. We played probably two notes of the first song and we just the door slammed open we saw hordes of people running into the room with us look like what the hell because we started out playing a clash tune yeah because because we are like this is a punk party right so we played this clash tune all of a sudden just a hundred kids come running in the door and the whole place like two songs into it there's like water dripping off the ceiling uh, because people are dancing so much I look back at Micah and he's just like beet red and just hair matted down I look over at, at, at Brian he's playing his trumpet he looks at me he's like i can't breathe i can't breathe and i'm like i'm like hold on and i'm like just continue playing and singing and i'm and we're trying to trying to trying to choose the songs that won't kill us uh and it was probably it was it was uh at easily 120 degrees in that box i mean they had every door closed and every kid was just screaming and it was out of control it was like one of the best shows you've ever done but we were unannounced You know just crashed a party and that's that's where the magic happens it really does because people they say oh it's uh, some band you know they're gonna let some band play because they're on tour that they probably suck and then you show up and they're like oh these guys don't suck (laughs) These guys are actually pretty good, so that's that's kind of what happened. And then and then afterwards they said, yeah, you can shower here. And then they didn't have showers; their house didn't have any. Sh- it was like a renovated commercial space, so they had two bathrooms, but they only had sinks. So they're like, yeah, you can shower in their sinks. And I was like, oh my god! So, and then there was they had the couches out on the sidewalk, and we were sleeping on couches on the sidewalk. It was crazy. Actually, Absolutely.
4: Don't forget, crazy. Don't forget about we slept. I think we just hung out on slept. the couches all night. Yeah. No,
2: you can't forget about the uh, the. Uh guy's girlfriend that yeah. dropped trowel and pissed like two feet away from us out in the parking lot.
4: <laughs> no, no, no. She, like seven she, o'clock she in the, the morning. on the couch like all night. The, the only time we ever saw her face away from the couch was to just get up and do her business. Then she went right back to the couch. Yeah, she, uh, she, just,
1: she just stands up right, right in between the two couches. We're sitting on one. She's sitting on the other. She gets up, sits and stands in between the two like we can like reach over and poke her and she just drops her pants and just pees on the ground. I was like that... Is punk. <laughs>
2: it was all over your eyes. <laughs> we're like, it's kind of hard to man. Sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's odd that you mentioned that uh, you were in an unannounced band and you had like a that big of a attention grabber deal. Oh, yeah. What's weird is when I was in when I was still in college, I went to this punk show and there were three punk bands and there was one unannounced band and it just happened to be a rap band. <laughs> it totally cleared the room rather than bring the people oh, yeah. in. I thought that was pretty interesting that they added that unannounced band there. Anyways, that
3: particular show we didn't expect to get the response that we did. I mean, it was a bunch of sweaty-looking, mean-looking punks, and we play like Happy Scott. We're like, we're gonna get our fucking asses kicked. But as soon as we, uh, as soon as we start playing, like kids were totally loving it. But uh, I don't know. I mean, we we seem to just run into crazy stuff everywhere we go i mean you know we've yeah. we've been through it all we've we've dropped our drivetrain in san antonio texas we've you know we've blown engines and transmissions we've and left roadies lost tires and, uh yeah. left the trailer open going through mountainous <laughs> regions and gone the wrong way for hundreds of miles over the wrong Forgot mountain to range attached
4: the trailer as well oh yeah yeah, yeah we've had yeah. the trailer
3: pop off on yeah. us we've had everything in the van break um, I mean, including just the roof of our old van. Yeah. Gremlins on stage. Yep. I mean, like killing Leslie's on stage and destroying equipment, and I mean, just any bad fortune that could probably befall oh, yeah. anybody oh, has place. befallen us at yeah. some point it's or another.
4: Happen no, now, you know, everything ah, that yeah. can go wrong has gone wrong. Well, yeah. it's like yeah.
3: Now it now it goes back to square one, and just recycles all the bad stuff. That's right. That's right.
0: Have any of those things influenced the way you write your music?
3: Um, yeah, I mean, we we do take, uh, I guess, experiences from the road to a well, certain degree. Yeah,
4: I mean, Kurt, Kurt's great at, at social commentary in his songs. Kurt's very, you know, his I love the way he writes music and just the messages that he puts out. So, yeah, he mean you know, Kurt's definitely been in the scene for a long time, and he has a great eye for analyzing people and, like, you know, seeing things, you know, in a, I don't know, the way that he does.
3: But, yeah, like, so, all the things we yeah. experience do influence the music. I mean, that, that has helped the band become what it is today. And, you know, we're singing about, you know, uh, everything from, you know, unity and and love and acceptance and... and, To uh, trailer park love. Well, yeah, yeah, to just, like, stupid experiences on the road. I mean, you know, you don't... You know, you can write an instrumental and just call it, like, I don't know... Fiddlesticks, because frontal, frontal lobotomy. Frontal no, no, lobotomy, no. like just because it's nobody knows what it means, yeah. but it's maybe some crazy experience, you know, that that the Brian bunch of Ryan. us had on the road at some point. Well,
4: for Brian Ryan's a good example of that. We went to this gig one time, and we we had this reggae song. We couldn't have figure out a name for it. And we, you know, it was a small gig, so we'll dedicate the songs pe- to people. He does, he does it a lot at big gigs too. And we asked some guy what his name was, and we couldn't understand him. If it was Brian or Ryan or something, so we ended yeah, up he calling was, he a was song drunk. that. He was like, What's your name? Yeah, Jerry. <laughs> so, <What>? you know. <laughs> Brian. So, Brian,
3: Brian, Ryan? All right, it's song called Brian Ryan, that's like, and it just stuck. That's what it was. So, yep. you know, we we kind of uh, create on the fly too, and. I don't know like we'll we'll change around songs or you know on stage sometimes we'll just fuck shit up you know somebody'll <laughs> like somebody'll go into the wrong verse or something <laughs> you know you just have to follow the other guys you know yeah. you don't want a total train wreck on stage so yeah I mean Keep you know if if, if if anything can happen bad or good it will if we're
2: around the key uh-huh. to being a professional musician is never stopping when you fuck just up just dealing with it <laughs>
0: Well, let's take, a no- let's take a listen to another one of these songs. Let's see if we can find a crazy one in here. Which one looks crazy?
2: Uh, let's see. The craziest one in here. Well, the craziest song on here is Trailer Park Love. That's not- I
4: wouldn't say that's crazy. That's a pretty mellow song. Shanty Party? Yeah, that gets kind of crazy.
2: Shanty Party gets a little crazy.
0: So let's take a listen to Shanty Party. And uh, you're listening to the punk rock demonstration with me, Jack. And we're here at Safari Sam's with Monkey.
6: Hey, what's up? going to do the shanty party. 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 Mommy's so acting. Sound is electric. Me and the DJs go. Time, the answer is the cause uh, forget the action for the Because I'm not a And they come and make me a selection. Because once uh, you try it, you can't deny it. it My piece so complicated, though you just can't simplify it. It's a grand delusion. Mental confusion, thought you were probably a bumper who no conclusion. And I sha Be like. waking all your neighbors up in the day the night Me come to party, me come to play Me come to get down, so don't jump in me Wake up, wake up the tree and uh, down to the ground We all can skate together to the monkey And sound it, sound uh, it, sound it The song is uh, a celebration Me rocking it from the pocket And me taking to the nation, it's a shot shank-
0: listening to the punk rock demonstration with me jack and that was shanty town or shanty, shanty or shanty party not shanty town by uh the toots <laughs> of the maytals i believe actually desmond decker, desmond decker that's what it is <laughs> and you're listening to monkey at safari sam's so uh, what things can we not find on your myspace page or your regular websites that we might want to know about
4: <laughs> i don't know I, I think we put everything uh like right up there yeah, I mean, underwear be, sizes and uh, yeah, frequency of out. bowel movement I don't think that's on the uh, no, no, no. MySpace. <laughs> maybe maybe on the blog or something I don't know what Kurt blogs but,
3: <laughs> but uh, we on our website we even we're, we're a very food centered band we, we love food we have all yeah. the you know everything from like you know, <laughs> the the tiniest little roach coach taco truck, you know, down in San Diego on up to like really awesome hole in the wall breakfast joints. Our rule of thumb is to not eat anywhere that we can find in the Bay Area. So you know, Jack in the Box, Denny's, stuff like that we try to stay away from. So on our website we have an entire section of food and it's just like pinpricks all over California. Of our favorite restaurants, you can read a little information about them. So we're we're a very food centric band. We like to eat, 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 eat lots of food. Except for Dan, he doesn't like food, but Dan, Dan the rest likes, of us like Dan food likes quite a plain bit.
2: Plain burgers, candy, Mountain Dew, and cheese pizza. The, the important Long things in life. On the beach, <laughs> fluffy bunnies. <laughs> so there you go. Something you didn't.
0: Something you didn't know about monkey. They're all into food. <laughs> yeah, like you can't, As if we can't tell. tell. Yeah. yeah. So yes, now we know that Monkey is a very food-oriented band, like we all are. <laughs> Thanks for the interview. Anything else you guys want to talk about?
2: Come out to our shows. Come support us. Support all music. Support all local music. Support anybody that is trying to make it. Support anybody that is uh, trying to entertain you. I okay. would just say do yourself a favor and
3: and look up the, the real shit when it comes to ska music. Yeah. If you want to figure out what this music is all about, go back to Jamaica, look up the Scatellites, look up Desmond Decker and Toots and, and Jimmy Cliff and uh, Delroy Wilson, the, the greats, Laurel and Aitken. Laurel Aitken. Then you'll have a much stronger foundation of what this music is all about and I think much more easily uh, be able to appreciate it if you don't know where the music's coming from you can't really understand it and you can't improve on it so
0: that's a great message so again what's your website uh,
4: Monkeys- monkeyskacom or the myspace is myspacecom slash monkeyska
0: so the myspace was monkey Monkey.com, yeah. The MySpace was MySpace.com slash Monkeyska
3: just, just remember Monkeyska if, if you do any search engine for Monkeyska
0: You'll, you'll you find us You can
2: google Monkeyska and find our MySpace And our regular website are like the top two
0: Or if you're lucky Like me in search, you'll find spyware <laughs> Anyways, you can find on my website At punkrockdemo.com And you can send me an email at punkrockdemo at yahoo.com and that about wraps up the interview with the uh, Monkey from Safari Sam's and you're listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration with me, Jack, and we'll end it off today with a song by Monkey. The last song off their CD, Cruel Tutelage called Voice of America and you've been listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration with me, Jack, again, and you can check out the website at www.punkrockdemo.com and you can check out Monkey's website at monkeyska.com or myspace.com slash monkeyska <laughs> Tune in next week <laughs>
6: I say that too loud, I think I said that too loud I started from the top of the second ship I got eight lives left, but so I'm not gonna trip No one can slow Raise
7: There's the breeze on the road leading up to Lenabee. Outside the water, the crossing for no young lovers would meet when the flowers would bloom. Cool. heard the men coming from the fair, on Their hearts are too prairie wherever they go. Take my hand, and dry your tears, babe. Take my hand, forget your... Rusty tin can and an orderly ball The card being been dealt with rosary coat And a fiddle playing shunned in no, the no, no. And the next time I see you be down at the creeks There'll be whiskey and sundae and tears and dreams I asleep with a laugh and it's useless to bow But a rusty tin can and an orderly ball
6: Sick of feeling like I lost this fight Sick of cracking out the wrongs and rights I'm pulling out of here to clear my sights Tonight, tonight, oh I'm done!